Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your home up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Belay's and Ride Backstage. It is Thursday, April 14th, 2016, and uh, I would like to... What the fuck? Weeks, can you hear me? Yeah, mate. What's going on? Okay, there you are. All right. Let's take that again. Welcome to Blaze and Ride Backstage. It is Thursday, April 14th, 2016. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blaze and Rye. I'm here with my co-host... Jonathan Weeks and my co-co-host Julian Mosley. Hey! Hello there. This is from my nightmare. The angel in the background of the morgue. The unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. You can live like Jack and Sally if you want. What's going on, Weeks, man? No, not much, man. What's going on? Not much at all. I like that Blink-182. Very good job there. Very good. Oh, it's one of the best songs of all time. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Uh, Ju- Julian Mosley is joining us tonight. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good, man. You know, I'm just living. You know what I mean? Life is beautiful. We out here, you know. It's beautiful <laughs> Brooklyn. It's a beautiful night. Some beautiful people, you know, and I, I like to think I'm the most beautifulest of them all, you know what I mean? So make some noise, goddammit, for being beautiful. <laughs> make some noise, goddammit. That was like uh, the Donald Trumpiest response to how are you doing <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> weeks, um, we haven't done the show in three weeks. What the hell have you been doing? Uh, I have not been doing anything, much of anything. I, I've been lost without doing the show. It's not the... Uh, Nothing the same. What's going on? Three weeks is a long time. I know. Let's try not to do that again. Hey, you know, it's funny. Too, uh, you know, I, I went to uh, an eating establishment uh, back in the Elm City. <laughs> Shout out to the Elm City. Make some noise, goddammit, for the Elm City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elm City, Elm City, baby. Uh, and, um, you realize we don't have a studio audience, right? There's nobody to clap along with you. <laughs> yeah. Audience. Hey, listen. Make some noise, goddammit, for us being alone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I want. All I want is to be alone. Hey, you guys yeah. won't leave me alone. Hey, listen. So me and we <laughs> said, hey, man, you going to do the show? And I said, I was born to do the show. Mm. And yeah. he, said, he said, yeah, yeah, let's make it happen. And I said, you'll tell your friends <laughs> to get with my friend, and then we can all be friends. Uh-huh. And we can do this every week. <laughs> every day every day yeah yeah well i don't like i don't like that idea really no it's terrible yeah <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> weeks what do you think of that i think it's absolutely necessary yeah to do it every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i would be doing it every day if it weren't for uh mr johnny wants to do it every two weeks over there 
I know. Johnny come lately for a while. But I think, you know, you want to push it to every week? I think we should do it. I think we should do it. Go hard. Go hard. Go big or go home, right? Yeah, well, we always say that on the show, and then in private, you're like, eh, I don't know about every week. <laughs> hey, let me yeah, tell you. You're, not- no, you're right. It's, uh, it, it's tough to do. It, it sounds like it's not much. It's one hour. It's just like talking. Uh, but uh, yeah. it's tough <laughs> when, you have a, like, when you have a rough week. It's tough. I think we're... Yeah, you know we could be flexible and maybe do one. You know, maybe three weeks out of the month might be better. You know that kind of thing. On the rough weeks, this is the only thing I have to look forward to, and I am losing my fucking mind, man, because we couldn't do the show the last three weeks. I was just walking down the street last week in Brooklyn, and all out of nowhere, I fell on the pavement and busted up my hands. Were all bloody, and my knee was bloody, and I'm still wearing a band-aid and everything. I'm surprised I didn't get infected, but it's because I fell out. Of, I didn't trip or anything. I just fell, and all I could think was this white lady with her dog is gonna notice me, try and help me, and then she did, and it was very awkward. Anyway, uh, Julian, you said let me tell you what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Well, I just think what's gonna happen is that you know we're gonna talk about doing this every week and then you know we're going to get off the air and this and then we're just going to say we're not going to do it every week yeah uh, i'll so say it right now julian what have you on the docket for this weekend what has me on the docket for this weekend what are you doing this weekend uh man this weekend. well you know uh i have a, a lot on my plate um, you know, I've got a, a lot of sleep to catch up on, uh, you know, a lot of music to listen to and, uh, a, a lot of basketball to watch. Um, you know, Ooh. yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's playoffs, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of ball night, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. What, uh, speaking of basketball, something terrible happened last night. Yeah. What happened last night? I heard somebody is- retired or something right who retired i forget yeah uh you know <laughs> to those that are just listening just now everybody that that uh that follows me uh and that's uh at julian underscore vision julian underscore vision on instagram and uh julian mosley on facebook um and julian underscore mosley on twitter about myspace and friendster uh, i had i didn't have myspace i had black planet Oh, Black Planet, yes. Shout out to me, Hente. You know what I mean? There you go <laughs> with a damn burp. And we just had a conversation. You know what? Uh-huh. I ain't even going to get into it. Um, but yeah, last night, uh, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> last night, Kobe Bean Bryant dropped 60 mm. in his uh, final game at the Staples Center. Woo! Final game at the uh, Los Angeles yeah. Lakers. Make Can we get make some noise wow. for that? All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put up 50 shots, but he dropped 60, and uh, including the uh, the game winner and the uh, the last. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was a momentous occasion. There was all sorts of people there. Snoop was there doing his dance, and uh, Steve Stout, uh, Jay Z, Kanye West, uh, Kim Kardashian. A lot of people were there. It was a star-studded event. And the tickets were uh, twenty-five thousand dollars. They said for floor seats. Oh seat. my God! Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> who is who Holy is Steve Stout? Shit. Steve Stout is a business executive. Um, he handles a lot of business. Wow. Media and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, those those tickets, huh? Twenty five thousand dollars. You oh know that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man, twenty five thousand dollars. I remember when Andre Agassi retired, who is to me what Kobe 
or as Cat, uh, what's his name, Eddie Griffin calls him, uh, Kobe, uh, is Julian. <laughs> and um, we'll edit it out that I just almost called Eddie Griffin Cat Williams because that's racist. Um, but but uh, I remember when Agassi retired, I was living in Los Angeles in Burbank with uh, Patrick, uh, whom Weeks has met. We've discussed his bathroom on the show. And he, uh, and, and I remember just, being up in my room and sobbing uncontrollably during the eight minutes uh, standing ovation and when he lost and it was his last match. And then I, I was just like sobbing like loud. And then I go downstairs and uh, Patrick's like, Hey man, what's, uh, what's going on, man? And it was like, it was nothing. And uh, you know, it was just a little awkward, but what, what was your experience like when Kobe retired? Uh, well, they had a very, very nice uh, montage and a very nice uh, dedication video. Uh, they brought out Magic Johnson. Um, they had a lot of his uh, former teammates there. Um, Shaq was in the building. Uh, they all did uh, a video. And uh, Shaq, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom was great, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, it was, which was great. That was a very positive moment. Derek Fisher. Um, you know, and a lot of people from around the NBA. LeBron James. Um, some guy named Carmelo Anthony. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with him. Um, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, you know, it was uh, it was it was a really moving experience. So I I definitely got to say there were some some tears that were shed, and mm-hmm. it wasn't a dry eye in my apartment. Uh, you know, it was it was uh, it was it was very very dope. It was very dope, and mm-hmm. I was very I was I was sad because as a fan, you know, you watch a guy for twenty years. I mean, he came in the league in '96, mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, you watch a guy for twenty years, and he gives you uh, his blood, sweat, and his tears, and the championships and. You know the the moves and the all the things that he did, and uh, you knew that the day would come, but you just even though you know it's promised, you just aren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of strong emotions, but the yeah. game was amazing. It was a great game uh, for teams that had to play for had nothing to play for. So that's yeah, cool. that's how I felt when uh when Letterman retired. It was, it was just like you know I. I had been the day that he announced he was retiring. I had been dreading that for mm-hmm. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Ever since I used Ooh. to watch him on E at 10 p.m. and then on uh, CBS at 11:30, uh, when I was, you know, when we were in uh, at Cross, and uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. So uh, I don't envy anyone going through that right now. Um, but uh, I asked Julian what he's doing this weekend. I got basically no answer. Weeks, what are you planning on doing this weekend? Oh, what am I doing this weekend? Oh, my God. What can I make up that makes me sound cool right now? <laughs> You're very cool. Uh, no. So I'm just uh, I'm not, I'm not really doing much. I'm laying low, uh, catching up on my rest. And uh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, the following week I'm going to Vermont. So, yeah, I, I'm going to lay low, try to save some money up, and uh, I'm going to go up with the boys uh, to Vermont and the breweries and all that kind of stuff the following weekend. So Maybe. I might just hang out with some of my friends and, and uh, Saturday, and that's about it. You got to get some maple syrup. Maple syrup, beer, cheese, Vermont cheddar cheese. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what we go out there for, the, the apple cider donuts. We're going for the Maple Fest, actually. It's, it's funny <laughs> you should say that. The Maple Fest, once a year, one weekend in the year, we're going up for that weekend. And they have, like, all these maple-infused beers, which are very tasty, and uh, maple-infused, like, maple syrup donuts. That sounds absolutely spectacular for my liver and for my diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that diabetes. Yeah, man, you know. You got, <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes my and that uh, 
arthritis. You got to be aware of that arthritis. Um, now, uh, Weeks, remember when we had Owner Tekel on the show? Of course. How could I forget? He was one of the best guests of all time. Well, I first experienced this man with uh, Julian. Do you remember he was the guy who uh, was the director and star of Summer of Blood at the Tribeca Film Festival? Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. Let me pull him up. I'm going to pull him up. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you pull him up? You know, I mean, I experienced a lot of people hanging out with, with you. This oh, guy. Oh, yeah, my man with the crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Funny dude. Yeah. So he came on the show, and let me just play you some things that, that he did. Uh, I don't even know what this is, but it says... Okay. All right, let's jack off, gentlemen. Uh, owner to Kel, kick us off. So I'm just supposed to read this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when we were doing the joke off. And then here at another point, I think we had done a joke that included a, a reference to tampons. And this was oh, what yeah. he said. Yeah. When I start, when I show a movie, usually if I make an introduction and I'm going to be in the audience, I tell people, don't laugh because I'm going to be in the audience and I don't want you to sycophantically laugh because you know I'm listening. <laughs> I like, you know, only laugh if you really. So, okay, so here I go. A Philadelphia archaeology museum has found a 6,500-year-old human skeleton in its cellar. After she was discovered, the skeleton got back into making snide comments about celebrity fashion on E. <laughs> 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 so I don't, I don't quite get that joke. <laughs> I mean, like... Is it like... I mean, like... Okay, it doesn't matter, I guess. But it's... I mean, okay, but you just wrote these today, which is amazing. It's that sorry, that wasn't the tampons one. That was uh, clearly uh, a reference to Joan Rivers when she was still alive, yeah. and he delivered this joke fucking perfectly, and he had yeah. no idea what he had just said. Yeah, he, he kind of out of touch. I have to say, Otis what do you think about, is like he reminds yeah. me of a bit of like a ridiculous Jesus. Does he not? <laughs> you got that right, Tommy he boy. He definitely looks a lot. <laughs> Uh, um, you know, it's funny that, that those are, aren't those the best jokes whenever you don't even realize how funny they are and everybody else in the room is laughing and you're, you have no idea. You know, you're kind of like late to the party. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I think this, this is the one about tampons, I think. So are you supposed to wear the tampon um, when, you're, when you're having your period or just like you're supposed to put it in when you're having sex? It's not a. T- it's just. Like, it's like a female condom, right, or something, or what? What is this? Like... I think it has. <laughs> I think it has HIV preventative medicine in it. So I'm not really sure. I don't know if you wear it all the time, and it soaks up the medicine up in in the cooch. Because you gotta think. Because you gotta think about this. If you're having, if you're on your period, and you that's when that's the absolute time where you'd want to have protected sex because that's when. The chances are increased for getting HIV is that there's blood being passed from back and yeah. forth, you know. So it's funny. It's like so calling it a tampon, even if you're supposed to wear it any time. It's just weird to me. They would call it an HIV preventing tampon. It's strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, I wish there was. It's, it's, it's difficult to talk about these things when there's not a woman on the air. You know what I mean? I always feel slightly like like a jerk having comments about. You know. I, <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. But that's that's interesting. Julian, what do you think about that? Uh, my favorite is uh, is weeks in the background. That's correct. That is, that is correct. <laughs> yes, that is correct. 
you know, um, I think uh, I think that this guy's out of his mind. Tell us about our encounter with him at the Tribeca Film Festival. What do you remember about that? I just remember this guy. You know, he came up at the uh, at the festival, and he's just standing there in the middle of the uh, the crowd, and he's just talking, and he just kept going off, and I'm like looking at Ryan, like who who the fuck is this guy, man? He just keeps talking, you know what I mean? And he's like, Julian, I think he's the uh, the director of the movie. He was also in the movie. He was the lead in the movie. Yeah, but we don't, you know, we don't remember him for that. I remember him for that. Well, it was either, hilarious. Yeah, either way. He was, he was a funny guy. Uh-huh. He was uh, out of his mind and a total spaz. But um, <laughs> he's good people, though. He's a good people. I mean, I don't know him personally, but he just looks like good people. You know? he, doesn't, he clearly doesn't understand the joke. Um, but you know, with that with that hair, though, why not? Why but not? He, I remember he said, you know, ask ask me anything you want, anything. And <laughs> yeah. then, um, so the first guy is like, oh, I, I really enjoyed the, and immediately owner goes, don't be sycophantic. And Julian turns to me, he's like, didn't he just say you could ask him anything, and now he's saying not to tell that, ask him stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but uh. Yeah, Weeks, what was your experience with, with, with him? You know he has a new movie called uh, Applesauce. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, it's so good. I, I uh, You know our friend Vinny, I told him to watch it, and Vinny said, because I was saying he's a lot like uh, like Woody Allen, and then Vinny said he's more like a cross between Larry David and uh, I forget who the other person was, Joe Piscopo maybe. I don't know. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Julie and I were just talking about some summer concerts. I learned the other day. Did did you hear? Did you hear about the uh, duo that's touring? Well, not duo, but like a band and then a guy that's touring this summer. Weeks that would make no. me uh, jizz in my pants. No, who is this? Hootie and uh, R. Kelly. No, <laughs> no, but that would be a great show. I'd be like uh, R. Kelly. Be like uh, like. I wanna love you And then Darius would be like he'd be like Girl please let me stick my key in your ignition man. you know? It'd be great. It'd be a great show. Absolutely. Did you see by the way, did you see uh R. Kelly last night watching the Lakers game? No. Yeah, he's they 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 were absolutely roasting him last night on social media was he there no he was watching the game she shows he like takes a picture of himself, yeah like pointing at the tv like he's watching the game and this tv was magnificent yeah it's a great great flat screen tv the only problem yeah. was it was like 24 inches <laughs> so people were like well let's start a, a gofundme for kel's <laughs> new tv so i think we're i think that's like an actual thing now i think they're actually starting a gofundme really? for kelly because he needs a new tv because the tv is so small are you sure he was home maybe he was in a hotel or he something. said that he was at somebody else's house but we were oh. like come on dog come on dog <laughs> well you know that the latest <laughs> a new TV. the latest album the buffet i remember that first week it was projected to sell a hundred thousand fewer copies than black panties in that first week so maybe Ooh. he is struggling yeah he might need a Ooh. new tv i mean i can't help him with the rest of his book i got like a dollar on the gofundme campaign for him to get a new tv because nobody should be with a whack tv in 2016 that's right 2016 hashtag no bad tv hashtag no bad tv speaking of weeks before we get to the concert business what what tv are you currently rocking to be honest with you i had no tv 
Oh, I thought you were doing one of those tube TVs in SD. No, no, I have no TV. I have a laptop so in my in my current room. You know, whenever I go home, there's TV there. But I don't know. I don't. I don't have a TV. I don't. I'm like a YouTube guy. I watch everything on YouTube. That's there. Uh, you know, they have their own you know kind of channels, comedy and sketches. I kind of like you know. Of course, I'm like a day or two behind most people, but I watch everything on YouTube and. Uh, on the uh, computer and the internet, so on YouTube. I don't know. I thought I, you were a uh, Redbox guy. I yes, I I, I am a Redbox. So whenever I go go home and watch a movie, I'll watch a movie on. I'll get something from Redbox and I'll watch it there. I used to do Netflix and uh, then I got too cheap and I just do Redbox. So it's what it's a way to be more selective too. Netflix is raising their prices for just for the grandfather people though. I heard but, about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like just for the people who kept it at like seven ninety nine for all these years or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll no longer be grandfathered in. Gotcha. Kind of like Verizon. Oh. Gotcha. Um, oh, but yeah. Oh. Anyway, weeks. I get on Twitter the other day and I see uh, a tweet from Live Nation. It's Adam Duritz from Counting Crows sitting there with Rob Thomas announcing they're co-headlining a tour this summer, and I just splooged wow. all over the place. And then I um, <laughs> there was a pre-sale. Uh, going on, and there were like VIP packages available for like a meet and greet, and I knew that nobody would pay two hundred eighty dollars like like I would. So I got one ticket for the Coney Island show in the third row and the meet and greet for Counting Crows. I didn't do the Rob Thomas meet and greet because you had to belong to his fan club with the subscription base. You got to pay like nineteen dollars a month or something. And anyway, I Ooh. need to meet you know. And I'm just thinking in my head, weeks and Julian. I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, that if <laughs> I had just fucking said hello to Adam Duritz on the street that one day that B. Marsh and Willoughby and I passed him when we were at the law firm, then I wouldn't be spending the extra $200 on the ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. No, no, no. He's got to make missed opportunities. Yes. Dude, now do it. Do it. I did. I got the ticket. What would have happened? What would have transpired, though? If you saw him on the street and he was just completely rude to you, well, that's, you know, one that's he just yeah. cuts you out. Yeah, and then that maybe that would ruin me forever. But that's not what I was worried about. Here was I was what was happening. So we are just going to lunch in the East Village. We come back and this tall ass guy with white guy with dreads starts walking across the street, and I'm just looking like totally surprised. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And then he walks by, and I I'm like hitting Willoughby like. Oh my God, that's that's like my favorite singer ever, except maybe R. Kelly. And uh, Willoughby's oh. like, why didn't you fucking say something to him? But in my mind at the time, <laughs> what was going through my mind was that he has uh, some sort of dissociative disorder where uh, he, you know, he has a mental illness where I didn't know if he was really right. mentally there at the time when we were crossing the right. street. So I didn't know if I was gonna be like, hey, Adam, and then he'd be like, you know, totally on another planet. I don't know. Right. I'm going to tell you what you should have did. You should have just walked up to him and was like, hey, hey, Adam, hey, 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 hey. You just did that. And then just like see where it would have went then. You might have had tickets backstage. You think so? He would have given me them? <laughs> yeah, he would have said, you are Blazing Rye, and you would have been mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And then he would have said, okay, you have got to go backstage with us. You might even went on tour with this guy. I mean, this probably would not have happened, but you might have went on tour with him, you know. And can, can we all do the hey, hey, hey's? So on the count of three, let's do the hey, Adams, all right? Weeks, you ready? All right. All right. Sure. 
One, two, three. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 Keep going, keep going. What are you talking about? Hey, 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 hey. That's that's not your jump. That's terrible. I don't know what. Hey, hey, what are you talking about? That sounded like a McGruff the crime dog. I know. You sound more like Joan Rivers than uh than uh, John Madden. Recipes. But man, this these last couple of weeks have been long and fucking. I haven't had any time to do hood rat stuff. You got to, man. That's your, for your mental health. You got to get out there and do some hood rat stuff or stay in. Yeah, you got to. Forget uh, about all this social stuff. You always have to have a, a steady diet of righteousness and of <laughs> ratchetness. <laughs> yeah, righteousness. Absolutely. And, you know, and have a steady <laughs> diet of both. It's always good for the body. Yeah, especially the ratchetness. You know, you got to get out there and really just do some ratchet shit. The other day, I was on the subway and I just put my feet on the other seat, and I just mm. felt like I was like, I was like, fuck this, I'm doing this. You know, I was just like, boom, you know, and it was five o'clock like in the afternoon, so people were like looking like, can I have this seat? And I was just like, no, you cannot have this oh, seat. Man. You can stand your ass up and you can watch me put my feet up. I need this right now. I needed it. You know, I needed it. Farmer did that once. My old roommate, Farmer, he put his feet up on the subway, and there was, like, no one on it, and it was, like, 9 at night, and he got a ticket for $100, and he wound up fighting Ooh, it. Really? Not, yeah, he wound up fighting it and winning it somehow, but so ridiculous. Nah, if they would have told me I needed a ticket, I would have told them it was racist. Yeah. You play Ooh. the race card. Yeah. What do you think would have happened if he played the race card? Yeah, he probably would not have won that one. <laughs> but you know, there is he might have had white privilege. They might have said, you know what, guy, all right, you know, we'll, we'll let you put your feet up in there. Me, that have been like, you, you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Get your feet off those fucking seats. <laughs> you know. Uh, Julian, what else do you want to talk about? Um, you know, I want to talk about I want I want to talk about the whole like the primary and what's going on. Mm. Right now. Yeah, debate in Brooklyn right yeah, now. Debate in Brooklyn right now. I'm not watching any of it. I'm I'm just gonna blindly vote for the person that I think just like has like the coolest font on their on their, on their posters. Well, we just got a notification saying Clinton Sanders start CNN debate with fiery exchange as he questions her judgment to be president and says she can't deliver on promises. Oh man, Ooh. you know. In my hood, you get shot for saying something like that to somebody. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you, you don't deliver on your promises. You know? Mm-hmm. But honestly, though, honestly, I don't know, man. Um, you know, I think it's real interesting. I, I think that the, the the threat of Donald Trump really scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he really scares <laughs> the hell out of me. If they're, like, like, people are really seriously taking them serious out here. This is a, this is a, they're really, 
They really believe in this. this I is... think you might be talking to one of those people. Oh! Is this, is this weeks? Weeks like the, he likes Donald Trump? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's. Let's I, not, that's let's like, not get into that. Let's not, That's let's, what, uh, let's, let's move that's on. what I hear from white main troops. What? What main troops? That's what I hear from White Mangrew, remember? Oh, and oh, Rod. Oh, yes, yes. And Rod Sanjabi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, well. no comment, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, Julian, you're, you're scared of uh, Mr. Trump? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, he's he's a scary guy, man. You know, he's a scary guy. And that hair, bro. That hair, I don't trust. Him. If the guy got hair like that, man. We don't we don't trust him around around the way, man. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that hair. You know, the last time I seen somebody with hair like that that was really that bad was like, well, not nobody. I've never seen anybody with hair that bad. That was that's just really bad. You know, he got like an orange face, bro. His face is like orange. You ever seen that shit? It's like orange. Yeah. It looks like sherbet. Like sherbet. I don't fuck with sherbet. But if I did, I wouldn't fuck with orange sherbet just because of that. There was a, a guy in college named John Mikulski who's, uh, oh. whose skin turned orange because he was eating a lot of carrots. And, like, that's a real thing. You can actually, your skin can turn orange if you're eating carrots. So I remember seeing him no, talk. It is, and I remember seeing him talk to Lisa Kunin in the hallway one day at the at Syracuse stage, and he he says, "Yeah, so I I haven't eaten carrots in a few days." And she's like, "Good for you," and it's like he's addicted to heroin or something, but it's carrots. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's let's uh let's get some help for him. <laughs> for this Donald Trump guy, now nah, we're not helping him out. He's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Weeks, do you know what time it is? Julian, do you know what time it is? Uh, 9.30. You got that right. Woo! Play. 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 Hang on. The audio clip's not Tom Fogarty. Oh, 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 yeah, Ooh. and pirates, when they fly through the sky they, for the, uh, you know, pirates drink, eat those oranges. I mean, and the carrots for their eyesight. What the fuck oh, are you talking crap. about now, Willis? <laughs> oh, yeah, what pilot, are you talking pilot. about? What you talking about, Willis? Beta carotene, what you talking about? Ain't nobody got time for that. I got yeah, Willard. Got it. Um, Willard. Um, Tom, Tom Fogarty. What are you doing, man? What's what's? It's been like three uh, three weeks. What's 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 really hood with you? I know. I uh, just just 
Keeping it real, we had a reading, I guess, just before we we didn't do anything. And then I got another one coming up next Wednesday, next Friday. I know it's the beginning of Passover, but Seslavai, it's an all-black cast. Fuck them! <laughs> Did you just say fuck the Jews? No. They don't want to come. If they would rather Passover, that's fine. <laughs> um what what is this new uh what is this new reading that's coming up? It's fabulous. It's by an actor and playwright named Larry Powell. He was in the Christians mm-hmm. in Playwrights Horizon and he did it also at Louisville. He's been with it from the beginning. He is currently out at the Mark Taper Forum doing Suzanne oh. Laurie Park Father Comes Home from the Wars, part one, two and three. And he manages to, like, crank out, you know, a play, like, every couple months. And I feel lucky enough to have gotten a hold of this one. And yeah. we're going to have some OB winners there in the cast and all kinds of fun stuff. Things are chugging along. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Congratulations. That's Sounds right. great. That's Allah. right, because yeah. Black Lives Matter, motherfucker. Now, Whoa. speaking... That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Speaking of Julian, you you remember Tom Fogarty? You guys met absolutely. with the Big Boy absolutely, album. Absolutely, absolutely, Son of Chico, Dusty, great album. Yes. Okay. Say what? Tom Fogarty. <laughs> Tom Fogarty, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? My first one is sitting up and watching Kobe Bryant last night. Okay. Oh. You know, I mean, it was okay, it was, it was, it was interesting. You know, because he just sort of went off my radar after having to buy his wife that huge ass, you know, rock, and she took him back mm. for his infidelities and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he had a few like little uh, homophobic slips there for a bit. You know, so he was just sort of, I could, you know, take him or leave him. But to see someone go out like that at the top of their game, literally. You know, mm-hmm. at the end, I mean, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. Julian's. Uh, that's Julian's boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, uh, it was a good thing. And that fucking commercial that they ran about two hours into it, the Nike yeah. one about I've been yeah. hating you so long. Mm-hmm. Genius. <laughs> that was pure genius. If you didn't see it, look it up. It's oh, really wonderful. It. Yeah. And who is your yeah. second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess has got to be this little twat from the Housewives of New York. You know, Bethany Frankel mm-hmm. and her skinny and her skinny twat drinks and stuff. You know, and her her <laughs> brand, twat? her brand, everything about her brand, her brand. Mm. Well, apparently she was speaking at a seminar of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and she managed to say that. Apparently, she feels very close to black women because she's so loud. And two, that it's okay for women to have sex to try to climb the corporate ladder. Oh. It's like, okay. So she basically said all black women are loud. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, let's just fuck our ways to the top. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about the first thing, but isn't there some like uh don't you don't you have to respect someone who just admits that they'll fuck their way to the top? I don't know. It didn't work for me, so maybe it's just sour grapes. 
maybe I should fuck my way to the bottom if you know what I'm saying. There you go. Well, yeah. you know, the word on the word on the street about you is sort of well, never mind. Ooh. <laughs> I tried Ooh. I tried one Speaking of bottoms. <laughs> yes. And were there more than two in the room at the time? That was Ooh. another time. That wasn't that was another time. Uh, there was I, one time I was with Tommy Callahan, <laughs> which, by the way, is what the name happened was Tommy Callahan. Tommy Callahan, which is the name of Chris Farley's character in Tommy Boy. So I was with Tommy Callahan, and uh, I, he was like, "Oh, I want to fuck you." So I said, "Okay." And then, um, you know, after a few uh, thrusts, I I was like, "Stop!" It was far too painful. <laughs> I hear it's supposed to be amazing if, you know, you hit the prostate or something. La, 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 <laughs> And who is your final hot mess, Sire? My final hot mess, and this is a really good hot mess, because, you know, it's like every now and then I like to throw one in that's like got all those things going for it. There is a play Ooh. at the public right now by, oh, my God, I always fuck his name up, Terrell. It's three oh, names. Terrence? No, no, Terrell something McCunty and Genty or Oh, it's called Head of Passes. I've, this is awful that I can't think of his name. Uh, it has Felicia Rashad giving essentially the performance of the year. I can't imagine anything is going to top what she's doing. If this doesn't somehow make it to Broadway, it's everybody's loss. Uh, I understand they're trying to get it over to London where it probably will win everything coming and going. It is a mess of a play that just all manages to work when you get to the end. And when I say that Felicia holds court for the last 30 minutes as the set, which has been the house that she's living in, literally caves in around her, it's astonishing. Wow. It's absolutely astonishing. Head of Passes. Felicia Rashad, and it's it's just it's just a ridiculous good time. Do you think yeah. everything collapsing all around Felicia Rashad is a metaphor for the Cosby Show? Well, Ooh. I think what's real interesting on her part to have done this uh-huh. is to not do something big on Broadway, to do something you know like truly stellar yeah. off and downtown. It's it it struck me on several levels. One, it's sort of like uh, possible re, you know, repentance and regret on her part. Mm-hmm. You know, a way of not dealing with it, but like securing her own. Sure. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Without any, without any involvement in that, because she's been really clever with the comments that she has made of late about yeah. the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's like she's really clear to separate a show from the person, and that's really all she'll all she'll say about it. Oh boy! Well, I, uh, I, I actually did sort of feel that as I'm sitting there. It's like you go. I mean, it's a fucking you know stroke of brilliance on her part to do something like this, and then t- to end up it being the sort of performance of her career. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. it's uh, really Terrell cool. Terrell Alvin McCraney is his name. There you go. I knew it was three names. And I knew, yeah, and he's like 34 years old. He got oh, a MacArthur yeah. Foundation a couple of years ago ridiculously talented and the play is messy. You know, it's, it, it, it shouldn't work. And yet it does. It's just, it's Ooh. really stunning. I got to check that out. 
Um, yeah, do, do, do. Julian. They've already are... extended it. Oh, really? Yeah, they've already extended it three weeks, and I guess they're uh, trying to secure them down for a little bit more. Nice, nice. You know, because I know Bob Joy, he's also in it. He's the one white guy in it who gets to have a couple sort of like racist lines, but because they are so much the truth and so part of the stereotype, the blacks sort of like rib him about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, it just touches everything without being overt on anything. It's really smart. Well, she She's really, really incredibly talented. Um, yeah, you know, I used to always wish that she was my mom. <laughs> yep. Well, see, I, think I always wished her sister was my mom. <laughs> I love me some Debbie Allen. Uh, that is one uh, turned up lady. I love her. Yeah, uh, she's amazing. <laughs> uh, but sire, wouldn't you say that you're the Debbie Allen of Waverly Place? Oh, I wrecked him. <laughs> Um, so speaking of rectums and messiness, uh, Julian, are you lubed up and ready to joke off? I've never been more ready in my life, (laughs) in the history of Earth. And, uh, Sire and and Weeky Mons, you guys lubed up and ready to go? Yeah, I'm still moist from earlier. All right, let's do the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. Very catchy. Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton are scheduled to debate tonight in Brooklyn. In a desperate attempt to relate to Brooklyn's hipster population, Hillary Clinton guzzled too much PBR in Bushwick last night and will be unable to attend tonight's debate. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Well, that Donald Trump last week said women have who have abortions need to be punished. An odd move for Trump as he takes hair follicles from aborted fetuses and has them transplanted into his head. <laughs> I hate that hair. Jesus, I hate that hair. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh. oh no, he didn't. <laughs> Weeks. Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz refuses to apologize to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell for calling him a liar. Apparently, McConnell stole Cruz's cheese. <laughs> 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 They better get they better get the crappy old hamburger in there now too. Uh oh yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. An employee at the Spielotech Casino in Halberstadt, Germany last week heard kicking and humming noises from a men's room trash can, which he thought contained a bomb. It turned out to be a penis ring. But finding the ring wasn't nearly as disturbing as finding the cock it was attached to in there. 
One, two, three, they're going to run back to me. Because I'm the best baby that they're ever going to keep. One, two, three, they're going to run back to me. They're always going to come, but they're never going to leave. Those are exes. And oh, 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 they haunt me. I like to go, so they want me. To make it oh, 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 they won't let go. It's an oh. Thank you very much. Don't forget to tip your bartender. (laughs) Texas murderer Pablo Vasquez has been sentenced to death after bludgeoning and slashing Pablo Vasquez. Pablo Vasquez. Okay. You know, the Texas murderer, Pablo Vasquez. (laughs) Yeah, he was sentenced to death after <laughs> bludgeoning and slashing to death a 12-year-old boy, mutilating his corpse and drinking the boy's oh. blood. Yeah, this guy, he, uh, this guy is not a nice guy. He sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> Pablo Vasquez guy, a real jerk. You're a jerk, Pablo. That was a real jerk thing to do, Pablo. Yep, you got that right. Really? Cool, He's the kind of guy to give pedophiles a bad name. <laughs> That's like I heard uh, recently that Hitler's like great great grandson or something is like a convicted child molester, and so you have to be like real a real sick fuck to be like the the bad guy in Hitler's family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. You did it. You did it. Right. <laughs> And you know that great song from Cabaret about Ooh. Go Figure? No matter how you figure, it's tough to be a mm-hmm, but it's tougher to be a Jew. Hey! Yeah. Well, I'm still lubed up. Is anybody else? Yes. A California man last week survived nearly driving his car off a cliff and was immediately hit by a bus. When he came to, Alanis Morissette greeted him while drinking a Chardonnay with a black fly in it. It's like, rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you already paid. It's a good advice that you didn't take. Who would have thought it figures? <laughs> wow, isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Isn't it just terrible? No, but it's too ironic. <laughs> There's like no reaction. What's going on here? No, I'm singing it in my head. Do we lose Ryan? What? I think we lost is Ryan. It just, is it just there? you and me? It's me and you. Is it just you and me? I think it's just me and you. Julian, are you there? Jules? Oh, my God. We got to do this and go ham. It's just me and you. Okie dokie. Well, why don't you take Julian? All right. A Louisiana fisherman thought he caught a catfish that turned out to be a monster alligator. This reminds me of that time I fucked Lisa Lampanelli. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm beginning to wonder if they're on air and we're not, or if we're on air and they're not. This is like Inception. I don't know if we're in a dream. I know. Dream on air. Ooh. 
Well, rapper Iggy Azalea said in a radio interview on Friday that her fiancé, Nick Young, will have half a penis if he cheats on her. She went on to say, I dug my keys into the side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. I carved my name into his leather seat. I took a Louisville slug to both headlights. Slashed a hole in all four tires. Maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. Oh, maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. Um, what happened, mate? Are you we, back? Uh, we, we, are you back? We've been having some problems uh, over here with the World Wide Web. Um, that's okay. I sang the ballad and everybody loved it. Tommy Boy oh, okay. killed it. Did we, did we do the um, weeks? Did you do the Atlantis joke? Did he did the Atlantis joke. He did the Louisiana fisherman joke. Oh, okay. Gary Underwood just sang. Just and All there's right. some Very Mexican nice. officials uh, that are waiting to be had. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. there? Okay. Let's let's have some Mexican officials and I'll try and work out the. The internet over here. See, we didn't know if you were on or. Yeah, we didn't either. We didn't know if you were on the air and we weren't, so we just went on. <laughs> That's what happened. The show must go on. Right. That's exactly what happened to us. Mexican officials on Friday detained Brenda Delgado, the alleged mastermind of a Texas census murder, who is accused of hiring assassins in the United States to murder her ex-boyfriend's dentist girlfriend. Turns out she was just dreading her next appointment because she hadn't been flossing. I've done the same. I would have done that. Wow. Former Vanderbilt University football player Corey Bailey, Beatty, was convicted Friday of raping an unconscious female student in a dorm room three years ago. When reached for comment, Beatty said, We're the gentlemen living in the same Things. 
and it is now going to take oh. a fucking squeegee to clean up all the pre-cum in Weeksy's breach scheme. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Iowa father, California father, Alwyn Dargan. Am I saying his name right? Alwyn. Don't know. Alwyn Dargan. Alwyn Dargan. California father, Alwyn Dargan. I'm making him sound like you like, have an Ubi. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's facing charges after leaving his nine-month-old daughter locked in a car for an hour where he got lap dances at a Van Nuys strip club. And I've been telling you guys this for years. This is the kind of shit that happens when you move to the valley. Yeah. <laughs> Christ's sake. I told you guys it's like in 2008. Yep. And your next-door neighbor is that porn star, Mac Major. Who's next? University of Iowa student George Sotos was arrested last week after burning derogatory penis designs into a dorm ceiling. The last time I saw a dick that on fire was when Holmes hooked up with Shady Kevin. Oh! 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 Ah! 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 The only one of you would understand that joke, and, and the one who just wanted to understand it doesn't want to tell it. <laughs> Police are investigating a woman's body that was found in a suitcase abandoned on a San Diego street. And she was still be alive today if Delta didn't try charging her husband those damn oh. baggage fees. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Well, that was a great joke. A new story in Time Magazine this week about Tiger Woods' 40th birthday is titled Tiger's Private Struggles, which I like better than the original title, Tiger's Private Struggles. Very nice. Control company Ortho announced it will remove chemicals linked to declining bee populations. No word, however, on what Ortho is going to do about Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Plant and Jimmy Page must face a U.S. jury trial over whether they stole opening courts for their 1971 hit Stairway to Heaven. But not to worry, if anything goes wrong, Jimmy Page will just whip out his samurai sword. I used to squeeze my lemon till the juice run down my leg. <laughs> you ain't never tell a lie. Ain't it the truth, Ruth? <laughs> You're right about that one, Tommy boy. That's right. At a campaign stop in Rome, New York, Tuesday evening, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump discussed his frustration with Ted Cruz winning the Colorado primary by telling the crowd, these are dirty tricksters. This is a dirty trick. The RNC should be ashamed of themselves for allowing this kind of crap to happen. He followed that up with, (laughs) stole my cookies and kicked me in the knee, and now I have a very serious (laughs) boo-boo.
go see his mommy melanoma. Tom Fogarty, thank you so much, Sire. Break a leg with your readings coming up, and uh, we love you. Paper towels going to bed. There you go, boo boo. Bye, bye, Julian. Bye, <laughs> Weeksies. I don't need it. Don't forget to clean up that mess in your briefskis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Weeks, uh, thank you guys for um, for improvising there just now. Uh, still can't get the the audio to work properly. So uh, good, good on your feet there. Oh, thank you, thank you. Then we do what we had to do. We had to. Continue the show. Keep uh, the show must go on. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, weeks, if I may ask, and I and I, I pray that I'm able to. What is your favorite scene in uh, she's the uh, she she she's the she's the she's the she's 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 Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> My favorite scene is she's a main main figure, main of Bang's main. It's got to be when uh, the main of Bang's is having a conversation with John Goodman. And uh, it's kind of about like gambling a little bit and life, I guess. Anyway, I've been up two and a half million dollars. What you got on you? Nothing. What you put away? Nothing. You got up two and a half million dollars. Any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25-year roof, an indestructible Jap economy ship box. You put the rest into the system at 3 to 5% to pay your taxes, and that's your base. You get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. Somebody wants you to do something, fuck you. You are, fuck you. Own your house, have a couple bucks in the bank, don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody on any social level. Did your grandfather take risks? Oh, yeah. I guarantee you he did it from a position of fuck you. A wise man's life is based around fuck you. The United States of America is based on fuck you. You're a king. You have an army, greatest navy in the history of the world. Fuck you. Blow me. We'll fuck up ourselves. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene. And she's the main man. She's the main yes. page man. Lots of yes. expletives now. Pause. Okay. So, uh, Julian, uh, by the way, we, what, what was that from? What was that really from? That's from the remake. Uh, that's from The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Johnny Goodman. Oh, Marky Mark. Um, great. And now, Julian, what is your favorite scene? Is she's a my man? She's pretty peach, 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 my mama. Well, I remember uh, specifically in uh, She's the Man, um, right after Ricky got shot in the alley, <laughs> and he had Ricky on the couch, and Ricky's bleeding all over the couch, you know, and uh, and everybody was upset because Ricky was supposed to go to USC and go play football for the Trojans, you know what I'm saying? And um, and like the, it was like the whole hood cried, you know what I'm saying? And and um, and Trey was like, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the cops didn't get there like quick enough, nor did the ambulance. And then Ricky died on the couch, 
You know what I'm saying? And then, like, once they got back and they, they shot your boy up at the burger spot, you know, the next day, Ooh. they were chilling, and Trey was sitting on his mm. porch, mm. and then Doughboy came up to him, and Doughboy was like, man, I don't know about this no more, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because everything was just fucking crazy. Shit just went out of hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And nobody knew what to do with themselves, you know? Yeah. And Doughboy had the best line, and she's the man, and he looked, <laughs> he looked at, at Trey and said, they don't know, don't show, don't care about what's happening in the hood. Mm. And then Dope Boy walked away and he disappeared. And I remember that she's yeah. the man and I was so moved. Mm. Made me want to be a better person. Wow. So shout out to Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What is that? That's she's the man stolen something else. Boys in the hood. Did exist. 
and I'd have produced that key if they hadn't pulled Crane out of action. I, I, I know now they were only trying to protect some fellow officer, and naturally, I can only cover these things from memory if I've left anything out. Why? Just ask me specific questions, and I'll be glad to answer them one by one. Now, what I'm wondering there after reading that, because I've never heard of this shit in my life, but when it says the steaming and circles, I'm thinking steam room and circle jerks. And then he's talking about uh, talking about something. Where is the, the other thing? Um, there was another thing about, like, uh, butt sex here. Oh, and then you got the strawberries. <laughs> and uh, this seems to me like a, a gay porn. Do you think that's what it is, this uh, the cane mutiny? Ooh. I really hope it's not like a Holocaust picture or something. Cause this is anyway. All right, that's 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 the hand I was dealt tonight by my my random game. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and that's my Very favorite good. scene of season nine. I featured Mandy Payne. Um, okay, we're about to wrap up. Julian, do you have anything more you want to talk about tonight before we go? I just want to say, live love life. And always treat every day like it's a gift that you just opened, a really good gift. Not like, Ooh. like a, it's a pair of socks that you got from your mom for Christmas <laughs> or like a $5 check that your grandma gives you every time it's your birthday. But I'm talking about like a real good gift. Get a cheap grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be talking about a grandma like that. Shout out to all the grandmas out there. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz, hit the brakes, Florence, and I don't know if I've told you this or not, but one time I was at a play, weeks, have I told you this? (laughs) So I was at a play, and, uh, Rip Torn was, uh, was the, uh, husband of the director, so the director of the play was Rip Torn's new wife. Unfortunately, the old wife is long gone, so it was new wife, and we were friends, and this, you know, this was many, many years ago, when I was 12, and I go to the play, and then afterwards, we're at an after party, and <laughs> Rip Torn, you know, Rip, he has this tendency to think that the cops are out to get him, and he's very uh, drunk, and He's going around the after party and he's arm wrestling everyone. And then it gets to me, but I had the grip. And then I beat him. He beat everyone else, but then I beat him. And then after that, after that, he gets he he goes. Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> Phenomenal. It gets better. And and most importantly, John Weeks, go fuck yourself. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing, John Weeks? You're going to throw it in a shopping cart, roll it down a hill, and uh, watch the fireworks go off. I have no idea. Try that again. Let's try it one more time. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. Just take her out on a nice romantic date. 
Good night, Weezy. Good night, Julian. Thank you to Tom Foley. Julian, it was an honor.